Hello, I'm Eddie Farah, founding partner of Farah & Farah, a personal injury firm in Florida and Georgia. Welcome to another edition of Florida Daily TV, brought to you by Farah & Farah. It's Florida Daily TV, brought to you by FloridaDaily.com. For all your news on politics, business, and education, it's FloridaDaily.com. Now, here's your host, Ed Dean. Welcome to another edition of Florida Daily TV, brought to you by FloridaDaily.com with our main sponsors, Farah and Farah, lawyers you can trust, lawyers since 1979. Go to com. Let's do it. I love talking about the economy. For years, I was an economics reporter and editor for print and talk radio. I want to talk about the nationwide economy, and I want to talk about the Florida economy, and are things going to get messed up if the Democrats get a hold of everything? Let's introduce our guest. Both of these guys have been on with us and on the, on the radio show as well. Ed Moore, president, emeritus of the Independent College and Universities of Florida. He's also a business and research consultant from the Reset Task Force about how to get the economy going, dealing with COVID and other areas. Matt Schallenberg, former Jacksonville City Councilman, radio commentator, also business writer for FloridaDaily.com. So let's get to it. I They passed another Deficit spending bill, $905 billion. The Hill.com, I'm going to start with you, Matt Schellenberg. I'm going to get to these clips. The Hill.com says $13 billion extra for SNAP welfare programs. The unions pretty much got what they want for kids back at school. I thought they already were back at school. Uh, Republicans are bragging about how they got federal money for private schools. Okay, $600 for a stimulus check that was $1,200. Where does all of this go? Here is, uh, I want to play for you a clip. This is James Freeman. From the Wall Street Journal, one of my favorites, he says, sooner or later, Republicans or Democrats, there's going to be a day of reckoning when it comes to all this deficit spending. I guess people have sort of stopped caring about debt and deficits, and we're we're very blessed that much of the world still loves the U.S. dollar. But I think if, uh, if you're a taxpayer or a voter, uh, you might be concerned at some point that there is a fiscal reckoning. A fiscal reckoning. Matt, I'm going to start with you. Let's say the Republicans, I think based on conventional wisdom, they should win the Georgia runoff. Let's play two hypotheticals. Republicans get the 52-48. There is going to be, I would assume, another stimulus once Biden gets sworn in. What do you say? I think they're going to try to do one. I, I, but, but the other thing is, you have a stimulus and then PPP. How about all those restaurants in the, in the states in which basically they had shut down these res, uh, uh, restaurants and other uh, entities that they don't consider essential? Right. So the question I really have is, how is this going to help them when they, they would need the money, but they can't open up in the first Place. You know, Ed Moore, Bernie Sanders and the Democrats came out and said that $905 billion was, was just, it was a complete waste. In other words, it was a waste when they could have gotten $2 trillion to $3 trillion out there. If the Democrats get in, um, I, I think that, the, I don't know if the big a bigger stimulus will take place if the Republicans maintain, but if the Democrats get in barely by one, let's say they hold the Senate by one, you could see a couple trillion dollars worth of stimulus. And Ed, the question is, is how many more of these stimulus packages do you think we're going to see? Uh, I don't think they have a limit as far as their mentality. Uh, at some point in time, we're going to have to pay it back. Uh, but uh, right now, we've been spending my children's money. Now we're spending my grandchildren's money. We'll get down to the great-grandchildren. Uh, the, the tax rates are going to have to be crazy high in order to, to reduce this deficit. It's, there, it, there has to be an end to it at some point. 
but there are no budget hawks in D.C. They that, just don't exist anymore. That is a great point. They know that if, if there's one good thing, Matt, that may come out of a Biden presidency, maybe the Republicans will start acting like conservatives again on spending. Well, that's just interesting. Were. But the only thing, reason why the budget, uh, the deficits work right now, because the interest rates are so low. Once the interest rates go up, then it's oh, yeah. going to squeeze out everything else unless you raise taxes. And I think that there was a survey about uh, millionaires. They believe taxes are going to go up. And I think that that's a reasonable expectation going forward in the Biden administration and beyond. As soon as those interest rates start going up, all hell is going to break loose on the budget. Yeah. And let me go with you. You you run a group called Reset. It's like Reset Florida. It's a reset task force. You've got groups like AIF, Associated Industries of Florida. you got business groups that contract with you, and they sit back and, and, you know, Ed, you know this economy very well. You sit back and say, okay, how do we turn things around? Matt will know this. I know Matt well as a former city councilman. Um, he has voted against tax increases. We have now seen Republican districts in the state of Florida support property taxes for education. Uh, let's say we're going to tax ourselves like Volusia has and Brevard County in the past for water use environmental programs out there. Uh, when there's less money coming into the coffers, my question is, are the local cities in the state of Florida, are they going to look for a bailout from the state? Like many of these states want to bail out from the feds pre-COVID. They've got to raise revenue. Revenue. Where's the revenue going to come from from some of these municipalities, Edmore? Uh, we've done pretty well in Florida. If you think about the growth that's occurred in Florida over the years, uh, from when I was a little kid, Florida was the smallest southern state with about three and a half million people. Now we got 22 million people, and our taxes have gone down. Good fiscal management has made it work. We haven't had to increase taxes in Florida for another not statewide million people, but local municipalities have. Uh, yeah, but even that, they're not that high. I, I had the, uh, the misfortune of living in Illinois for uh, about 20 <laughs> years. <right? laughs> and uh, you, you look at your property taxes here, uh, for a comparable house here, it might be about 5000 a year. In Illinois, it would be over $20,000 a year. Imagine you're paying $1,800 a month in local property taxes. That's what's going wrong up there, and that's why those people are all leaving in droves. Matt, do you think if there is – let's talk about Republicans and Democrats, vice versa, one changes, whoever wins in Georgia. If we go down another stimulus package, I would have to assume there's going to be somewhat, maybe not the full $150 billion that maybe some of these states want. I have to assume, because it looks like this last one, Democrats really got the better end of the deal. I have to assume somewhere in these packages, there's going to be somewhat of a bailout for some of these states – pre-COVID. What do you think? I, I tend to disagree with you, right. Ed. I, I think that, uh, by the way, you're talking about st- uh, states and cities, but there are entities within the cities that are actually getting the substantial amounts of money. And you can look at the MTA in New York City, the Transportation Authority up there. They've already taken down $8 billion. And in fact, they anticipate for the next three years, they'll need another $8 billion just to break even. So it's not that they're not getting any money, but they, they specifically don't want that money to go to to the errors of the past, which is outrageous uh, union pensions well, now, that on. are squeezing let, out everything else. Me, before I go to Ed Moore, let me interrupt you on that. You bring up a good point. Ron DeSantis, Governor Rick Scott, now U.S. Senator, Ron DeSantis, uh, when you look at the areas of the uh, American Legislative Exchange Council, you look at some of those like Americans for Prosperity. Some of these conservative groups, Heritage Foundation, don't look at the political ideology. They look at the way that the states and also their pensions are running. They give Florida thumbs, thumbs up, A plus. There's only one downside. They don't think they're doing enough somewhat on their pensions out there. But to Ed's point, before I go back to Ed Moore, 
the one good thing is we don't have the pension problems like the rest of these states, or is it we don't have the pension problems as of yet? I think, no, every city, every county in the state of Florida has a problem. Okay, I, I would, Ed can confirm this. The state of Florida actually has been very good, they're, but they're not at 100% either. They're like it. Last time I looked a couple of years ago, they're at 82%, 85%, and maybe the market is good. The actual budget for the pensions in Jacksonville, I asked the person that actually runs it. During March, April, it was a disaster, but I saw them uh, a couple of months ago, and they're up over up, over what they were in February, Why? Is that because of COVID but, money? Uh, no, just because the market that what they are investing in has just gone crazy, and half their money has to be in bonds. And bonds have been extraordinary successful over the Ed, last nine months. And let me talk about the pensions, Florida nationwide. This has got to be addressed. I don't know how much longer this timing, uh, this this time clicking bomb is going to last before it explodes. And for years, I would cover uh, as an economics reporter, city councils in Florida. For all of you listening, we're talking Florida, where every end of the year you know you always have like a uh, uh, the governor comes out with a state of the union address well at the end of the year the cities put out like the end of the year address um you go online they submit it uh let's say it's 25 pages the finance directors at these cities would talk about oh we got two percent rate of return on our money page five page six but we invested three to five percent in our pensions and yes. that doesn't that doesn't bode well for a local economy no, local governments tend to be a lot like uh, Illinois, New York, and these kind of states where they don't mind kicking the can down the road. Uh, they'll they'll offer benefits with really no uh, requirement that they're being paid for. I saw I served on a couple of statewide boards when I was in Illinois, and I brought this up every year. Every year on budget, we were in the hole, and the hole just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and nobody paid any attention to it. That's what cities and county governments do. Uh, they, they're going to look for a bailout from somebody, but in Florida, they're not going to get it from the state. It right. won't happen. But it's amazing in these, hold on, in these other states, well, people would ask, well, how can, how can these cities, if they can't get taken care of it unless there's a federal government involvement, how can they still get more money? Why? You keep paying the interest on the debt. The taxpayers will flip it. Why not give you more money? Well, understand that every city can borrow a certain amount of money all the time. But, but my point is this. The unions are more powerful in the individual cities and counties than they are in, in Florida. And that makes a big difference going forward. And that's why these, the state was able to actually roll back. Uh, not necessarily roll back. They actually charged the teachers more uh, more of their paycheck to pay for their pension right. a couple of years ago. I want to talk more about the economy, maybe the um, government, uh, what's the word, uh, corporate welfare, maybe sports stadiums. Is this where we go next if we still slow down things in the economy in Florida in 2021? More on the other side, but just to remind everybody, Florida Daily, Florida Daily TV brought to you by Farah and Farah, the website farahandfarah.com, your personal injury lawyer since 1979. Lawyers you can trust. That's Farah and Farrah.com. More up next right here on Florida Daily TV. When we come to work in the morning, we don't think about all the money we've won against big tobacco, big pharma, or the insurance industry. That's in the past. Life faces forward, and so do we. It's been said, to live in the past is to die in the present. What really matters is what we can do for you and your family right now, right this second. So call us, Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. 
Welcome back uh, on the other side right here of Florida Daily TV, floridadaily.com, brought to you by Farah and Farah, your personal injury trial lawyer since 1979. Lawyers you can trust, go to farahandfarah.com. Let's reintroduce our guest, Matt Schellenberg, former Jacksonville City Council person, now a business writer for floridadaily.com, Ed Moore, President Emeritus. At the president of the, well, there you go, independent colleges and universities of Florida. Let me start off with you here, Ed Mort. Um, one interesting thing about a downturn of the economy, you would think it would force local cities and the state governments to have to cut back their budgets. Is that going to happen coming up in, uh, in 2021? I don't think they're going to have much of choice. I think, the, yeah, they're going to have to do that. Uh, the revenue is just not going to be there. I mean, if you look at what's occurring right now today uh, with, uh, let's use England as an example. England is basically completely shut down. On any given day in normal times, there's more than a half a million British citizens in the state of Florida. Tourists that come here, business people that come here, they're not coming here right now. So you're not going to get that bed tax revenue that that's so needed. You're not going to get the sales tax revenue, the car rental tax. None of that's going to happen when you've got countries. We haven't gotten, we kept trying to flatten the curve. Well, the curve just gets getting higher and higher. Uh, we got a new strain of COVID going out. England shut down, completely shut down. You can't even travel from England to Ireland right. today. Well, let me, let me, so let me focus on Florida, Florida. Or, or Canada. So here's a clip. Here was Bill Gates. Billionaire Bill Gates says it's appropriate to shut down restaurants. Listen to this. Bars and restaurants in most of the country will be closed as we go into this wave. And I think, sadly, that's appropriate. Depending on how severe it is, the decision about schools is much more complicated because they're you know, the benefits are pretty high. The amount of transmission is not the same as in restaurants and bars. So, uh, you know, trade-offs will have to be made. That's Bill Gates. Now, I want to play for you another clip from CNN, Allison Camarado. They have been doing what's called contract contact tracing. They're trying to find out where a lot of this COVID is coming from. So it's amazing. We tell the bars and restaurants, Matt Schellenberg, you ought to know you've been consulting with these guys. We tell bars and restaurants, we tell them that you must abide by what the state health directors are saying, CDC guidelines. They do what, they, what they're told to do, but we're the first ones they want to shut down. Listen to this clip. The studies by LA County by in, in, in California, New York, even in the state of Florida. Bar, believe it or not, schools have a higher, barely have a higher rate of the COVID infections than that of restaurants. Listen to this clip. But in terms of the data, I mean, if I just pull up the data of where the most spread happens, the way coronavirus is spread is, number one, in these household gatherings, small gatherings with, you know, friends and neighbors and family. That's 74 percent, okay, of the spread, I mean, according to contact tracing. Don't break it down, listen. Number two, healthcare delivery. Number three, higher education system, meaning at the colleges. Number four, education and number five is restaurant and bars. And by the time you get to number five, it's one and a half percent of the spread. And so is it possible that, that closing restaurants isn't going to do? I, I got to tell you something, Matt. When I listen to these Democrats, you know, we need to shut down the economy again in Florida. They've been kind of silent lately. Yes, cases have gone up, but Florida compared with the, with the percentages and the death rate way, way down compared to other states when it comes to per, per capita of the thousands that, that they use the numbers by here. Um, why are we always picking on restaurants and bars? Are they the easiest boogeyman to go after? Well, first of all, it's it's hurting the independent restaurateur. The big uh, restaurants, the franchise, they're doing great because they have the ability to right. actually 
do this uh, order online, uh, text, whatever, however they do it, it's hurting the independent restaurateur. And by the way, 37% of the people that have died of COVID are nursing homes. And in that that little slide of uh, the po- slice of the pie, 38 or 39% of the people in VA hospitals are part of that 37% of the people that are dying. Wow. It's gonna, uh, so I wonder what's going to happen. Governor Governor Ron DeSantis is being thrown under the bus with COVID. He's told people, we play the clips, Ed Moore. He says, listen, we know what the numbers are. We got your back. We're not shutting things down. And why not? They were told that he was supposed to shut down over the summertime. It peaked and went down. We expect to see this out there. But Ed, are we, should we be, is the conversation now less on the cases and should be more on the mortality rates? Well, the mortality rate seems to be going down, actually. And, you know, but... I, you know, when I hear like that clip when they talk about very specific number one, number two, number three, right? I don't know where they're getting that. That's from what because, I keep asking because their contract uh, contact tracing is not that effective. It's not that experienced at this point in time. Right? They really don't. Hey, know hey Ed, that. Ed, remember we were told there was going to be a Thanksgiving surge. It was already a surge happening for Thanksgiving, and then they found out based on some of the information, some of the cases coming in the Midwest states. They go, no, actually, our numbers have gone down out there. Ed Moore, you you consult with your group, Reset Task Force. You do research and business consulting with a lot of these big groups out of Tallahassee. Are, are they afraid that there's another shutdown coming around or they're sitting back on Governor DeSantis has got our back. Uh, we don't see another shutdown taking place. What are you, what are you? A lot, of com- a lot of confidence in the governor. He has been very emphatic. He will not shut down. He's not going to put people out of work. He understands that the the comortality or, or on all of this is putting people out of work and out of jobs. Suicide rates go up. Right. Abuse happens. All of those things that we tend to ignore when all we're looking at is one data point. Uh, the governor seems to understand that. He's going to do his best to keep people in business and keep people working. But we've got to get those customers in. And until we start getting tourists coming back to Florida, we're going to be stumbling along. Real quick, you as a business writer, you understand it's the psychological aspect of businesses. Yes. Oh, man, minimum wage has happened. I mean, that hadn't happened in effect yet, but the, the thought of it, oh, I may have to lay off. If the vaccine, to Ed's point, more tourism, everything coming through, if the vaccine starts now hitting by spring, if not earlier, maybe summertime, hits where the average Joe and gal can get it, psychologically, does that turn things around for many of these states where the economy could come back? You know, strange enough, I talk to a lot of people in this regard, and until they're able to specifically get the vaccine, they're going to be hunkered down. And this is including family members. They, they, if they're not part of the regular routine on day in, day out, they're not meeting family members. And if they are, they're six feet apart. So when you're saying these contact tracing, right. th- that is not being well used. I mean, right, you've got to yeah. get a lot of people doing it. Other doesn't, otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. One day, Ed Moore, before we get going, one day we're going to do a story. We're going to c- compile it from ABC News. Fox News, we've covered this at FloridaDaily.com, of how all the testing have not proven to have been accurate, how people go through, like the drive through they say, well, my order isn't quick enough, the person behind them gets their order, go, wait, I just got tested, but they didn't need to be tested. Now we go from 14 days to 10, maybe now even seven days. This is a big discussion that needs to be done. All right, Matt Schellenberg. Good to see you as always, Great. man. Thank you it's very amazing. much. You and Ed Moore, i got to book you guys four months in advance. What's going on here? Well, Ed's very busy. <laughs> yeah. Ed Moore. So anyways, uh, read his articles at FloridaDaily.com, our business writer, Matt Schellenberg, and Ed Moore, my friend from, uh, out of Tallahassee, president emeritus of the Independent College and Universities of Florida. Good to have you both on today, Ed. 
Yeah, great to hear. Hunting season too. I took a break from hunting. Oh, I know that. I took a break from hunting season. <laughs> this edition of Florida Daily TV brought to you by Farah and Farah.com. Your personal injury trial lawyer since 1979. Lawyers you can trust. Go to Farah and Farah.com, and we'll see you the next time on Florida Daily TV right here on FloridaDaily.com. This episode of Florida Daily was brought to you by Farah and Farah. Don't let an accident wreck your life. Our legal experts are ready to fight for the justice and compensation you deserve. Call Farah and Farah.